Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Hey, everyone. This is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third-row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets, in the car while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Welcome back to How Rude Tanneritos. We are so excited about today's guest. He is one of our favorite and funniest people in our lives. You know him as Joey, although whether or not he is Uncle Joey is under constant debate. We're going to solve that today. We know him as Poo Poo, thanks to his (laughs) ability to crack not only a joke, but also a fart at the most inopportune times. He is an actor, a comedian, a director, an impressionist, and a fellow podcaster Please welcome the one and only Dave Coulier. Dave! Poo-poo! Hello! Where's my favorite poo-poos? Good! We just tried to do the 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 welcoming trumpet, and it was uh, pretty abysmal, but oh, I was, was proud of myself. It, yeah. yeah, we tried. We t- a for effort. It sounds but- more like someone killing some sort of a, a, a duck or a, a goose, something. Yeah. yeah, a marsupial, maybe, yeah. Maybe, yeah, yeah, a strangling, uh, strangling a marsupial. That's what I'm, right. That's what I'm imagining. You know, as mm. a marsupial. Yes, is it the miracle of Thanksgiving trumpet. That one. That one. Yeah. It's it, yeah. It the, the miracle. There, there it is. There. That's oh, much better. That's what it is. Whatever I was doing just sounded. Uh, yeah, I'm like an like a- something I needed to take a tums for. Mine's an asthmatic fart. <laughs> an asthmatic fart? No, you have to take a Is bump that... for that. Bumps? Yeah, well, if How you're taking a you... tums, if it's an asthmatic fart, it's a bums that you have to I take. I take it that's a uh, one of those poop kind of pills. It is. In fact, it okay. makes that sound poop when it goes in. <laughs> what does it make when it comes out? Oh, I See, can't. I told you this is this is what this happens. It. I, I, they were like, "Oh, do you think we need a rundown?" I was like, "Here's what I will tell you: is that there is no way to predict what is going to happen in no. this interview. All, yeah. The only thing I do know is that it's going to go wildly off topic mm-hmm. and have a lot of bathroom humor." So I just finished building this house, and it's a giant bathroom. <laughs> the no whole thing, every chair in it, you just lift it up, and it actually oh. is also yeah, just for convenience. Yes, How many- every seat. <laughs> Every seat is a seat. Yes. <laughs> How many Japanese bidets do you have oh. in your new house? We have uh, six in the toilet. Oh my up. We had to we had to change the settings because every time you'd walk by like the powder room bathroom, the toilet would open up and go, <laughs> I'm ready. <laughs> it was a little it was an oversensitive toilet. Well you can't you scary. can't have one of those in your house. I'm just saying. No. <laughs> and it looks like the toilet's constantly hungry. Right. Yeah. Oh, wow. 
Well, Andrea probably has bidet envy. I do remember uh, upon, I believe upon your return from Japan, wasn't that the Christmas gift that you got that year? No, oh, yeah. The, my was dad the, gave the, them that to was what, the whole, all the kids. The whole my family. brothers, yeah, yeah. me, yeah. grandparents. I remember laughing yeah. at it and now I'm like, I, you know. Oh, that was get the it. best gift ever. I, it's the <laughs> gift that keeps on giving, you know, every yes. three times a day. I'm so glad that this is how we started the show. Uh, welcome. They say, they say <laughs> the best day is a day with a bidet. <laughs> Let's get that cross-stitched on a pillow. Oh, right? It's like... Uh, I'm so happy to see you guys. Oh, I'm Dave. so happy to see you, you too. Oh, so much. Oh, and we love, love you. you. Mud uh, FaceTimed me yesterday, uh, John Stamos, for those who don't. Yes, we, we did. We let, we let people know that that is his uh, his nickname. Good, good. Yes. Um, he's very sick. He has strep and pneumonia. Oh, no. Oh, no. Well, I'm not surprised he's been doing this book tour and just running himself yeah. absolutely ragged. Yeah. So he's very sick and uh, he sounds like B. Arthur. And I said, you know, if they do the B. Arthur story. Uh, you're one wig away from starring in that. Oh, yeah. I that I mean, he's done I've, everything else. Like, why not do he's Arthur? Do, you know what? I I'd be okay with that. I, I mean, even as much as I want to be B. Arthur in the Golden Girls, I, I John in a wig as B. Arthur oh. in that would be fantastic. Where's my wig? Where's uh, my wig? What I, again? What? Okay, what did that come from? What was? Where's my wig? Why? I was goofing around with Bob and Joel's assistant, Marge. Oh, yeah. Right. Marge. Marge. We would do this bit where uh, he would, she would run up to Joel and go, Joel, where's my wig? (laughs) And that's how that started. Now we have to, but Joel's assistant, Marge, was uh, basically a real life version of Marge Simpson's sisters. Right. The the smoking, like, yes. hey, how is it going? You know, like, but she was like his assistant that ran everything for him. And Marge was always there and was really a, probably a great sport about being the butt of you and Bob's jokes. <laughs> yes. And speaking, of, and speaking of butts, I think Marge is the only person alive who would actually strain her coffee through a cigarette butt. <laughs> That's True. why she sounded she just, like that. She just smoked her coffee, actually. She that was <laughs> yeah. Billy Foster. The, Billy yes, Foster. her and Billy with the coffee, coffee, coffee and the cigarettes. <laughs> God, you uh, know. We haven't really talked about anything yet, have we? It's no, just, we haven't. No. And I no. I I said this it, that uh, they, you know, when we were talking to our producers about how do you think, you know, okay, what do we need to break down for the interview? I said, I it's not going to go. We can write all the things down. We can do all the things. One thing that I know is an interview with Dave is is a journey. Just just put your seatbelts on, guys. It's like yep. the it's like Buckle the Willy Wonka boat. You know what I mean? There might be <laughs> some really terrifying things and also some really funny things. We don't know where it's going to go. No, but, we don't. But that's I like that. I like mm-hmm. doing that with you guys. I love that. Can I, can I, you mentioned um, the J- Japan uh, trip mm-hmm. and that was the first time Andrea and I like did something together. We went what? to lunch. Remember? We went to lunch in Japan. You don't remember that? Oh, oh, no, that was in Japan. That was New York, but that was right after Japan. Those big statues with the, with the little weenie. Yeah. The, that was New York. <laughs> that was I'm Columbus totally, circle. What is it? Was it promoting Fuller House? Yes, it was yeah. that same trip where we oh, did Japan okay. straight from That's Japan. Right. We went to New York. We did San Francisco to Japan to New York. That's and what we, we did in one day. That's we right. we were in in one twenty four hour period because of the time travel. Mm-hmm. We were in Tokyo looking at a Christmas tree and then standing in Rockefeller Center and looking at that right. Christmas That's tree right. all within a twenty four hour period. And I was like, "That's really cool that I can say I did right. that." But I remember those statues because you needed a shirt. Like we were going to go on the Today Show or something the next day. And you were like, I don't have a shirt. Right. That's right. You're like, oh, God, I didn't come to. We're like, you do know you're on a press tour, right? (laughs) So I went shopping for a shirt shirt with you. (laughs) We went shopping for a shirt and we Mm -hmm. went, we got something to eat Mm -hmm. and we stood by some weird statues. Yes. The statues with the the very large statues with the very small. (laughs) Right. The, there was no more, no more appropriate. I mean, it could just be proportion. You know what I mean? The, the, it's 
it could be average, but just the statue Wait, was so. Now much. I gotta dig out the picture. I gotta. Oh. I'll dig out the picture later. And uh... so, when do you? When should we start the interview? Uh, <laughs> well, that's all the yeah, time we have for today, that's, folks. That's that's all I, we've done. I have a question, Andrea. Is that the Full House house uh, cookie jar behind you? It is. Yes. But it's, it's not the OG one, right? It's the it's the it's, it's from the, Fuller the replica, right? Well, it's not it the one that we got. Replica. It's not the one that we got one season from Jeff as a gift. No, right, no, this because, is from the set. Because um, we just moved into our new house here, and we were unboxing things, and I found the the original cookie jar one. Oh, that's all you know, painted like the house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I. I don't have. I don't know where that one went. I don't know where that one went either. Maybe I'm sure it's in my mom. It's somewhere at my mom's house. It'll mm-hmm. it'll be found in a cu- a cupboard at some point. We unboxed a ton of stuff that I didn't know I had. Mm. Um, like like full what? House, full house stuff from when you guys were really little. Like you know, just my mom kept everything. Mm. And so she. This had, is the theme. All of our moms have kept every. We've been going through all of the things that our moms have kept, and like, my mom, yeah, my moms mom keep everything. everything. I know, mm. I know. And my dad, my dad was never interested in <laughs> in my career. Uh, <laughs> he would just he would just ask for autographs for all the people that he knew at the local diner. Right. Yes, oh. my dad does the same. My dad will will uh, would introduce me uh, to people, oh, and he'd be like, "This is my famous dog." I'm like, "Oh my!" But it was like both horrifying and proud. Yeah, well, they're proud. And my yeah. dad, my dad would do that. He would. He had a bunch of uh, copies of a promo photo from like season one of Full House, and he just kept using it like 30 years <laughs> later. And he'd always go, hey, D- Dave, sign this to uh, Kathy and, and sign it Dave Coulier, would you? <laughs> As opposed to <laughs> your other names? That, that, that's what I would always say to him. Like, what am I going to well, sign? How do you think I names? sign this normally? What right. do you think I put on here? Because that, that was that was my dad. Mm-hmm. Just, yeah. yeah, but he was, he was ne- never really asked me about uh, any shows or anything. Uh, but my brother said, told me years later he said dad watches full house and syndication every day and laughs but he never told me that Mm -hmm. and so i never thought my dad was you know really like cared about my career or kevin so my dad passed away like a year and a half two years ago right and uh melissa and i were cleaning out his house and we found a secret drawer where he kept everything (gasps) so he was paying attention and i cried it was such an emotional thing i'm gonna cry like that's such a he kept everything like that's like such a dad thing to do too is like not say it but like say it man my dad never wanted to play favorites with the four kids that's Mm -hmm. yeah so you know if my brother you know got an a in class my dad would you know it was you know, everybody right. got the same right, kind right. of treatment. Right. Or if I, you know, would come home after, you know, shooting a season or something, you know, my dad would go, hey, Dave, why don't you help Dan with the garbage? Right. Take <laughs> the garbage making out. making sure with. everybody was. But he wanted an even yeah. playing field, you know. He would, he would talk up what my sisters would do and what my brother would do. And in uh, all those years, I thought, ah, he my dad could care less and then we found that stuff and it was really emotional mm-hmm. i love that Beautiful i love that uh, yeah our parents like kept so much of that stuff and were such a part of you know a part of the show and the extended family i i love that this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. i'm sure every one of our listeners can attest that we all carry around different stressors both big and small and I carry around quite a few of them myself. I know when I bottle up my problems and emotions, it can start to have a negative effect in my day-to-day life. Therapy is my safe space where I can get things off my chest 
and figure out how to solve the things that are weighing me down. Seriously, therapy is an amazing tool to help you be the best version of yourself. And whether you're aiming to set new boundaries, something that is sometimes missing in our episodes, uh, (laughs) or learn positive coping skills, or learn to heal from trauma, therapy can help. With BetterHelp, all you need to do is fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist. And you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. It's entirely online. Designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash HowRude today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash HowRude. I need to get away and pack up the car and break free to embark on an adventurous weekend. What do you say, A.B.? Will you, uh, will you come with me? Well, how will we get there, Jody Sweeten? Well, may I suggest the all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe. Oh, I have seen this car. It is stunning. Right? I am loving the new Hyundais. And the features make it the perfect vehicle to pack up the family and get away. There's available H-Track all-wheel drive, standard third-row seating, available dual wireless charging pads, which is perfect when you have two kids who both want to stare at their phones rather than talk to you. I speak Mm. from experience. (laughs) Relatable. The Santa Fe's entire existence is to make sure it can take you on any adventure, stress-free and ready to relax. What do you say, Andrea? How about we like, you know, time travel isn't real, but what if we like take it back to the the late 80s and go on a phone-free weekend somewhere? Oh, yes. Let's go. Let's go to Joshua Tree. Where there's not even cell cell, no, cell phone service. Perfect. We let's go on a let's go on a little weekend trip somewhere. Yeah. Out. We'll make we'll make it like it's 1988. No yes. phones. No nothing. I'm gonna braid my hair into a rat tail and <laughs> bring a guitar to sing like a ripper. It's gonna be great. I'm gonna put my hair up in a scrunchie with my with perm my permed hair <gasps> and uh, head on out in in the Hyundai. So if you want to just escape your house filled with kids or your sister's widowed husband and your jingle writing partner, just go up to the snow and sing acapella with your Ripper's bandmates. This is the car to do it. Well, that is if you don't already own a motorcycle and maybe have a helmet. (laughs) Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Now, um, I was talking to Karen Miller. Her and I are developing an animated series together. Yeah, no way. Oh, I didn't know that. Uh, for, for our HRT audience, Karen Miller was one of the original producers on Full House, who has stayed friends with some of us randomly throughout the years. She is a lovely, lovely human um, and worked for Disney for a long time, right? Disney, NBC Universal. NBC and Universal, yeah. She's the um, president of Cyber Group uh, USA, which okay. is a huge animation company in yeah. France. Mm. Oh, a great. big global company. Yeah. And, I remember uh, Karen and her daughter. Her daughter's like an yeah. adult now, but I remember, you know, her as a little kid too. Olivia. Yeah. Olivia, yep. Christopher Fun extended Olivia. families. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Christopher and Olivia. But she mentioned to me, she goes, Dave, I have the full house cookbook. Do you want it? I said, I didn't know there was a full house cookbook. She goes, Yes, I've got I've got a copy. What was that? Yep. We uh, actually did a we actually did a mini sode on it on the full house cookbook. There you have a recipe in there, the woodchuck fizzy. Yep. (laughs) Which is like (laughs) I think it was I think it was like woodchuck fizzy, and there was also like how to make ice or something, or like how to boil water or something, where like your two contributions were just like something just stupid, but great. So was that something that was happening behind the scenes? Like, and like you guys were doing that while you were in school and you were doing a project or something? I believe Adria and the the studio teachers kind of spearheaded it. And we were going around collecting um, recipes from everybody. And I seem to remember, maybe I'm making this up. 
highly possible, but I seem to remember that we were selling them and maybe donated the money or something, <clears throat> or did we just make them for everybody? I thought we were like selling them and donating the money. I seem to remember that it was some sort of like project that we kind of came up with, and I don't and I don't remember for what or for why. Um, but yeah, Adria had kind of spearheaded it, um, and yeah, it was it was a thing that we all. I mean, we my mom uses we use that the Full House cookbook all the time. Mm-hmm. Robin Donnie's chicken wings, mm-hmm. Andrea's chicken and rice recipe. Mm-hmm. Um, my family's sweetened recipe, the chocolate gravy and biscuits is in there. Um, Janice's chili recipe. My mom, yeah, like we all, it's, we've been using it for 30 years. I I highly recommend it. There's some great (laughs) recipes in there. I'm just saying. She told me, she said, now the the original has a red cover. She goes, but Mm -hmm. I photocopied this. Uh, and I said, I said, can you send me a copy? So she's going to send me a copy. Oh my gosh. Yes. Yes. Because I was so curious about it. I said, I've I've never seen the Full House cookbook. Yeah. And now you guys just reminded me that I have a recipe in there called a woodchuck fizzy. Oh, yeah, chuck fizzy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty I sure it involves no putting a woodchuck in some carbonated water. <laughs> that's, that's exactly it. Yeah. Shake up the woodchuck. There, yeah. yeah. That's so funny. What speaking of the woodchuck, the the OG Mr. Woodchuck. I, I I know you've talked about it before, but many people may not know he met an unfortunate demise with Ranger. You want to see him? Yeah. The yeah. original? The, have him right the, here. The, the husk of a oh, woodchuck. This is going to yeah, be a jump scare. My dog, I'll get him. It's it's horrifying to look at, but it is yeah. the original. And yeah. I'll tell you, I mean, look, it's sometimes originals are horrifying to look at. It's kind of, we, we haven't found that to be the case with Full House so far. So maybe occasional joke here and there, oh. but not. Oh my God. Andy's got a Santa got hat a on? Santa hat too. Well, Woodchuck without a Santa hat, you know what I mean? Oh, <laughs> oh my God! Oh my God! It's Wait, so it's worse sad. than I remember. Oh no, there it is. Okay, I was like, I thought he had eyes. He's <laughs> just <laughs> missing the He's... entire. For those of you that are just listening to this podcast, I will describe what is basically the entire everything below the eyes of the woodchuck. So everything that makes a woodchuck chuck uh, is has been ripped off of his jawbone. Uh, but he is wearing a lovely little miniature tuxedo and a Santa hat. Um, but you can see Dave's hand in the back of his throat, which is sort of jarring. It's like an epiglottis. It doesn't make for Yeah, yeah. It's like the hanging ball thing. That's the little thing. hanging ball thing. Yeah. <laughs> he's, got, he's got four of them. <laughs> wow. I didn't know that. woodchucks had that. Can I tell your your listeners the um, and and viewers the story behind this? How oh, this yes. happened? Please do. Please. Yes. Um, I had a dog, a yellow lab named Ranger, and I brought the woodchuck home. Uh, I forget why. It was probably after the show uh, was canceled, and I brought mm-hmm. him home and I sat him at the end of a hallway <laughs> on top of a desk. And Ranger hated this thing. Really. He just, he I mean, because it would sit at the end of the hallway and he would just growl at it every day. And I would go, it's a nice puppet. Maybe the, maybe the puppet was coming to life at night, Dave. Maybe. 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 He liked <laughs> like that, that. I've seen that, that horror movie. Movie magic. Yeah. There was the, the Puppet Masters, a whole 80s horror film. Mm-hmm. Just saying. And magic. There's a movie magic. And magic, yeah. Where the, the puppet looks like Dennis Miller. <laughs> um, that's Bob's joke, actually. Uh, so... <laughs> So anyhow, so I come home one day and Ranger would just lay at the end of the hallway and growl at the puppet. So I come right. home one day and I see foam everywhere. On the floor. <laughs> oh, nothing and like I that when you walk over, into a house with a dog. I look over and Ranger's got a bunch of this foam like in his mouth. He's <laughs> chewing on it. And I see Mr. Woodchuck laying like that <laughs> on the floor. Just and victory is first, mine. Oh. My first reaction was I just cracked up. I thought that is the funniest thing. I wish I had this on video. Him sneaking up on it, grabbing it, right, and racing just, to the living room, and then tearing the crap out of his face, just murdering the woodchuck. Just, he, but he finally getting his revenge. It's a woodchuck massacre. Yeah, but I was given a new. So this woodchuck. Let me tell you something about this woodchuck. It's a very expensive puppet. This puppet was like 25,000 bucks. Wow. Yeah. So when we came up with the idea, when we came up with the idea for Ranger Joe to have a puppet. um, The irony of Ranger Joe, by the way, and Ranger Joe, Ranger Joe and the 
the puppet meeting you know, his end by Rangers. Very just true. So um, I went to a guy named Randy Simper, who was a, a creature, uh, um, worked with Jim Henson's. I was going to say, I've, I've heard his name in regards to the Henson. Com- I'm a big Muppet fan. Randy so. Simper was a famous puppet maker. He created Elf, which was a big uh, puppet uh, on a series called I Elf. loved Elf. Uh, yeah, Melmac. He ate cats. So I met with Randy Simper. I have the drawings for this, the original drawings somewhere. Oh, wow. But we designed it together. I brought the drawings back to Jeff and Don Van Atta. And uh, they said, okay, good, let's make it. So we made the puppet. And Randy said, you know, I'm going to put this Muppet fleece. This stuff right here is called Muppet fleece. Uh-huh. And we had to pay a royalty to Jim Henson's company. Because on camera, this particular material is looks like fur. Right. Oh, yeah. So that was all discovered by Jim Henson. So this little guy was tw- like $25,000. Wow. Build it uh, from the ground up. Design oh. it, build it, and make it a working puppet that could be eaten by a yellow lab. Wow. wow. So that's the story. Ranger Joe, indeed. Ranger Joe. Yes. So wait, was well, there a now we know the origin story and the ending story of we basically know his entire life cycle, the life cycle of a woodchuck. And he lives here uh, looking like a really bad like uh, person who stepped on a landmine. Oh, <laughs> yeah. poor guy. Yeah. Put him back. Was Ranger the dog first or Ranger Joe first? And did either did they have anything to do with each other? I had Ranger Joe was first. And then okay. I um, no, my son, Luke, um, wanted to name the dog. I said, you can name our dog when Ranger was a puppy, um, you know, and he goes, can we name it a hockey name? And I said, okay. I said, sure. Um, and he said, how how about if we name him the New York Rangers? <laughs> I said, <laughs> I said we could name him Ranger, and he goes, "Oh, that would be fun, Dad." Oh, okay. So he named him. Luke named the our dog Aww. Ranger, hmm. and now Luke is flying, flying for FedEx, right? Wow. Uh, wasn't he the then, youngest pilot? Uh, brag for a moment on your son, Luke. He wasn't he the youngest pilot uh, for a particular airline or something that was hired. He was one of the youngest captains at, yes. um, is it WestJet? WestJet, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think. Is I, that I, an airline? He's, he's, that's not, right. yeah. he's not my kid. I don't, I'm not sure. WestJet, uh, <laughs> that rings a bell. But yes. So, uh, so yeah, he was one of the youngest captains <laughs> flying a, um, I think it was an Embraer aircraft. Okay. So, yeah, but he loves his job. He's flying for FedEx and he does a lot of, um, he does a lot of Europe and, well, no, I take that back. He does a lot of Asia. Okay. Flies in Asia now. So he's flying 767s. Wow. And uh, mm-hmm. I just played in a, a hockey tournament with him in Denver. Mm-hmm. He said, Dad, um, he has this group of pilots from United and they go all over the world and they play hockey. Right. So they were in Reykjavik last year. They all met in Reykjavik and they played okay. a, like a two-day hockey tournament. He said, Dad, do you want to come and play a game in Denver? And I said, well, sure. Okay. So that was a um, couple months ago. Mm-hmm. And uh, when I got there, they said it's four games in 24 hours. Whoa. Oh, boy. That's what, <laughs> yeah. That's what my body was saying. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> So we skated two games on Monday, two games on Tuesday, and I couldn't walk for a week. Oh, God. <laughs> it was so fun. And and uh, I went and bought the little oxygen canisters. Oh, right, right. Because He's you're at such a high altitude. Luke, Luke, I'm going to buy oxygen canisters. He goes, oh, Dad, don't. Please don't. And so I bring them. And all these guys are way younger than me. Right. So, um, so I've got oxygen canisters on the bench. And. You know, they're kind of making jokes and blah, blah, blah. Until well, you guys, use one. <laughs> the guys who weren't acclimated halfway through the first game were going, hey, can I? I'll, I'll try it. So, yep. Mm-hmm. So, um, but Luke's doing great. Um, he and his wife built a house in Sacramento. And mm, I remember him as a little tiny bean. He was a little baby bean. on when we yep. were doing the whole house. Yeah. yeah. What yes. season? What season was he born? Like season he was born in 1990. 
Okay, so it's probably season three, four, something right around there. Um, yeah, like yeah, oh. something like three that. Three or four, and he used to call the show Daddy's Show. Oh. Can I watch Daddy's Show? Oh. <laughs> and um, I remember, you know, he would. I remember one time we went over to Mike Binder's house, comedian, director, producer, yep. Mike Binder. Mm-hmm. And Luke was just a little guy. He was only like three years old. And we, uh, it was like the first time he had seen an episode of Full House. Um, it, it was at Mike Binder's house. And, and he looked at me and he goes, where's Luke? Because he thought he saw all you guys. And he thought they were our home movies. Oh, how seen funny. So right. Because he would he see all so of us. Many, all the, right. He had seen so many home movies and new, new Year faces that he would, he turned to me and Mike Binder thought that was the funniest thing. Luke goes, where's Luke? Oh. And I said, oh, you're not in this one. This is my other family. Oh. This is my other family. Yeah. So, oh. it, you know, and it, we laugh about that now, but I was trying to explain to him, no, this isn't our home videos. Oh, because we were together all the time. And you guys were always in the home. It was always. Yeah, it's so funny. Like, I mean, I I really I think back to when we were shooting Fuller House and my kids were the youngest of of you and me and uh, and Candace. Mm -hmm. Well, Felicity and Zoe were close in age. Right. Um, But like all of our kids just coming to set and like that whole like remembering you guys doing it with your kids and that it's just always been like the bring your fam to work set, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it like, just yeah. what a great environment that always was. And, um, you know, we had Kelly Rizzo on, on the show the other day and Aubrey was in the background, you know, and it's like just how much these families and these extended families, um, of all of ours are so interconnected. Like what a, it just, it never fails to, uh, warm my heart, my cold mm. black dead little heart. <laughs> <laughs> I need to get away. And pack up the car and break free to embark on an adventurous weekend. What do you say, AB? Will you uh, will you come with me? Well, how will we get there, Jody Sweeten? Well, may I suggest the all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe. Oh, I have seen this car. It is stunning. Right? I am loving the new Hyundais. And the features make it the perfect vehicle to pack up the family and get away. There's available H-Track all-wheel drive, standard third-row seating, available dual wireless charging pads, which is perfect when you have two kids who both want to stare at their phones rather than talk to you. I speak Mm. from experience. (laughs) Relatable. The Santa Fe's entire existence is to make sure it can take you on any adventure stress-free and ready to relax. Ooh, what do you say, Andrea? How about we like, you know, time travel isn't real, but what if we like take it back to the uh, the late 80s and go on a phone-free weekend somewhere? Oh, yes. Let's go. Let's go to Joshua Tree <gasps> where there's not even cell there's cell, no- cell phone service. Perfect. We let's go on a let's go on a little weekend trip somewhere. Yeah. Out we'll make we'll make it like it's 1988, no yes. phones, no nothing. I'm going to braid my hair into a rat tail and <laughs> Bring a guitar to sing like a ripper. It's going to be great. I'm going to put my hair up in a scrunchie with my with perm, my permed hair, Ugh. and uh, head on out in in the Hyundai. So, if you want to just escape your house filled with kids or your sister's widowed husband and your jingle writing partner, just go up to the snow and sing a cappella with your ripper's bandmates. This is the car to do it. Well, that is if you don't already own a motorcycle and maybe have a helmet. <laughs> Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Imagine you ask two people the same exact set of seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including actress and star of the mega hit sitcom Friends, Courtney Cox. You can't go around it, so you just go through it. This is a roadblock. It's going to catch you down the road. Go through it. Deal with it. 
comedian, writer and star of the series Catastrophe, Rob Delaney. I shouldn't feel guilty about my son's death. He died of a brain tumor. It's part of what happens when your kid dies. Intellectually, you'll understand that it's not your fault, but you'll still feel guilty. Alt-rock icon, Liz Fair. That personal disaster wrote Guyville. So everything comes out of a dead end. And many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. You mentioned the moms. Your moms were pretty amazing. Mm. And I've always said that your moms were really uh, unique in that they weren't those overbearing showbiz moms. No. They let you guys have fun. You, they let you guys really enjoy the full experience, which meant, you know, hanging out with me and Bob <laughs> and, you know, all our shenanigans and your mom's. I will say this, you know, they, they were, they were constantly guarding you guys, mm-hmm. but they had your, your, your well-being was at the forefront of, yes. of everything yes. that happened. Yep. You know, really, you know, uh, busy professional showbiz environment. Yeah. They were really gracious. Uh, just spectacular because you hear so many stories about showbiz moms and showbiz parents and we've met awful. them they've come they've um, come through the cycle of full and fuller house and we've seen them and gone wow not not your moms though they but are no so really kind. they like and normal like normal yeah just yeah, normal it, it normalized what could have been a really weird strange environment it yeah. was it really was unique in that it, it made it even more family than it already was. The moms were yeah. the moms were always there, and, and yeah. you know and Barbara would bring cookies on oh no night. Yeah. Um, you know Sherry, Andrea, your mom was always doing the birthday wall. Yeah, the Polaroids. Yeah. yeah. You know, Jody, your mom was so kind and was just you know always there. Your moms were always there, so it was yeah. just like. Me and Bob had to be very calculated with with our <laughs> shenanigans. Oh yeah, you guys were the but you were the uncles that you know that like grow up that the kids grow up around and get their terror you know senses of humor. The mom go don't say that. I'm like, but it's funny, you know. <laughs> I can picture them in the in the bleachers just watching rehearsals, right. and every once in a while they'd be like. Dave, right? Yeah, Bob, <laughs> you gotta rein it in. Or, Keep it or they, the two of them would just look and go, "Oh, Janice is up there." <laughs> well, and then um, <laughs> I remember going. Do you guys remember me going and sitting up in the stands doing yes. characters? Oh, and do yes, you, yeah, la- doing characters, yeah. watching the show while we're <laughs> rehearsing, and Dave would be creating some fan character up in the stands and we're down there doing a scene and Dave's up in the audience like just being a random character and we're all like anyway like just going on it's It's totally normal this is just what we do impossible (laughs) to concentrate on the scene when Dave's up there doing a full routine I would do that I would do the fake laughter guy yeah yes or I would I would Wait, can you can you do something? the fake laugh guy for everybody? Yeah, do the fake laugh. I just go <laughs> full house. <laughs> <laughs> or I would do, uh, you know, I would sit there and comment on the scene. I'd go, oh, Jesse's in trouble. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Stephanie's sad. You know, and I would just <laughs> DJ's upset. Here. I would just, uh, yeah, DJ's upset. Um, DJ's upset. But I would have all these, yeah, I'd have all these stupid characters, and it was just to make you guys laugh, but. I want to button hook it back. Your moms would laugh so hard at that bit sitting up in the stands with oh, yeah. me. They thought that was the funniest thing. And I just remember, I remember Janice. My mom thought always that you were the most hilarious one. She's like, Dave is the funniest. Dave is, sorry, Bob. He's sitting here staring at me with this painting. But my mom thought Dave was funnier. Uh, but she always, like, she really would always be like, Dave is just, you know, and Bob just goes right for the toilet. But Dave just <laughs> Dave's like, flying around the toilet. Flying around, right. I was like. <laughs> but, yeah, but I, I just want to bring it back to your moms were just extraordinary. They were, they were, uh, so wonderful. 
Uh, and it could have been, it could have been really weird if they were really weird moms. It would have yeah. been really strange. It could have. And, and, you know, I will say again, like y- you guys as a, the adults on the show were always so inclusive of us as young people, which is not common on sets. Like it really, you know, there's often such a division between like the adults and the kids and there's really no interaction and the worlds kind of don't cross over. Mm -hmm. But our show was never designed like that. And just the people that we were as human beings weren't like that. We were all very, we all came from very family oriented people. We came from warm family environments with hugs. And so it was like, we just kind of all naturally became that together. And it included our, our parents and your parents, you know, like you guys talked to our moms. You didn't act like, oh, we're the actors and those are just yeah. the parents of mm-hmm. the child stars. And that's a, that can kind of be how it is. And I, and I, it wasn't like that on Fuller either. Like, because you guys really truly set that example for us that like, it's all, a, you know, we're all in this. Um, yeah. and it, it, you know, you guys did a great job at really setting that tone and we didn't and we didn't appreciate it at the time because we were so young right. and it was just normal that we, right. didn't, we didn't know any different but now yeah. as 40 year olds we've seen a little bit more of the world out there and we're like oh this right. is very unique yeah the, and the hearing like how set. other people grew up on shows and how their experience was and how i'm always like that was wow that sounds terrible that was not art like we actually had it really great mm-hmm. <laughs> we were you very know, lucky. i was i was so proud of you guys through Fuller House, you know, to see, you know, these acting chops that you guys brought to the show. And, you know, and, and for me, it was funny because it, it was kind of like your characters in a way mirrored our, the three guy characters. For sure. Like mm-hmm. Andrea, Andrea was me, Jody mm-hmm. was John and Candace was Bob, you know, yeah, right, and it's right. just like, you can't really even write that. It just kind of, it just kind of happened, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And, and it was really cool, you know, and I talk about this all the time, how proud I was, especially when I got to direct you guys mm. that, you know, during those episodes, it was just lovely. It was just like, you know, like I didn't have to tell you guys, like, uh, here's something funny you can do. You guys just had that. And, it, and what a, you know, what a wonderful thing to see, you know, because that doesn't happen either. Right. You know? Like, yeah. It, it- it really doesn't. The more I think we've been in this business, particularly as adults and you work on other sets and you work with other people and you realize all of the things that we grew up sort of just assuming were normal on set, which is kind people and people that looked out for each other and no, you know, not egotistical and a fun environment and people that are funny and smart and like just show up for each other. And, you know, now as you get old you like go to different sets and different places and you go wow it's not always that's not always the case and like and it's just but it's incredible like wow we you know have done that and kept that going for years because it's just kind of who we all naturally were together and like what a cool experience that you know i i the more i work in this business the more we all realize is not the norm you know, I would. I just did the Today Show last Friday, and um, y- you know, those people there, Al Roker, mm. um, the people at the Today Show, you know, who've been there forever, they just love us. Mm. Yeah, it's it's <laughs> it's true. Like shows, just like they're so excited for the Full House cast to come on. It's wild. Yeah, and I'm like, you guys are the Today Show. I'm Joe Schmo. You know, like. You know, but they were so excited. And when you have people pull you aside and go, there hasn't been this kind of excitement here in a long time. I'm like, don't you have like big guests? <laughs> I'm like, mm-hmm. you know, I'm Dave, you know. Um, but that was really nice to it was really nice to to feel that and to see that and to be revered, you know. And I never, I guess I never accepted that. You know, so at, at this point in my life, I'm kind of like letting that all in. It's like, no, that that's a really good thing. It's nice yeah. to be revered and to and to the and, and Al Roker said, do you think there's going to be a, a fullest house? 
And, you know, my answer was I would do it in a heartbeat, you know, if we could, Mm -hmm. you know, Um, you know, and I said, and the show I keep coming up with is we sit around, we're all just heavier and older and we sit around (laughs) and drink coffee like the friends cast and we keep Bob alive, you know? Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. His story. I think it's golden girls. We all need uh, some caftans, a lanai, some cheesecake. (laughs) Uh, Bob can be in an urn. Like he's always said that he wanted um, an urn on the, on the mantle of the fireplace. And we'll be like, that's it. He was his joke. Exactly. I'm, I am simply honoring him. I did it the other day yeah. when we were at a we were at a show. There was a large floral centerpiece, and I picked it up and I said, "I'm so glad Bob was here tonight." <laughs> and Andrew was like, "You're." I said, "He would have made the joke. Yeah, he he would have made oh. the joke." <laughs> yep. Oh, he'd yeah. be so proud of us making the oh. you know because yeah. he loved gallows humor. When yes. his sister Gay died, I went to the funeral, so I show up for the service. Bob has been waiting for me, right? <laughs> he runs out to the parking lot, grabs my arm, and he goes, Hey, do you want to see a dead body? Oh my God. What? <laughs> what? So, I, I never remember this. this story. He goes, I know where there's a dead it's body. So, Come on. It's so and I'm like, Bob, dark. Bob. It's so dark. <laughs> but he was so dark. But it, you think about but it's it. It's the now. only way that he processed it. It's the only yeah. way that he processed it. Well, yeah, between Bob and I, you know, I lost my sister, Sharon. He lost his sister, Andy, and his sister, Gay. And it was just, you know, that's how, you know, first thing he said to me is, hey, we need to start a dead sisters club. And I'm like, jeez, Bob, (laughs) you know, but but I would laugh. It would make me laugh and it would take away the darkness and it would take away, you know, the onus of, Oh my gosh, we really right, did right. just lose our sisters, you know, right. but that was his coping mechanism. And it would, it just, it lightened a very dark mood, you know, and he would. I, I always would, say like, I, yeah. I love, I learned that's, I mean, I've been through some real dark stuff in my life and man, has it made for some great jokes, you know, like it. Yeah. And I learned that from him. Like I, I, you know, I think. My mom definitely took things a little more seriously. My Janice is, you know, a little more uh, rev- reverential of certain things, and I am irreverent. And so I would watch Bob no. make these jokes, <laughs> you know, make these jokes about things. And I was like, oh, you can, you can be that, per- like, you can make those jokes. It, it you know, and, yeah. and uh, much to my mom's disappointment, uh, I do. And, you know, so. Anyway, yeah. Were you with us? I remember um, going up to Forest Lawn on a lunch break from Full House one day, and we went, Bob took us to Gay's gravesite, and just for a quiet moment, and we were yeah, just, yeah. like, it was very somber, and we were just- I think it was after, it was, like, before a tape night I think it was before a tape night. It? It we, was like, got, went to our, dinner, and, yeah. And so he's like, let's just stop by the cemetery and visit Gay, and we're like, okay, so we're, like, we're standing around the gravesite, we're looking at her name, Gay Saget. And Bob just pops up and says, oh, well, yeah, homosexual wouldn't fit on the birth certificate. So we had to name her gay Saget instead of, I know, that, 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 that's just what he did. Like, he it's, interrupts I a know. somber moment yeah. with an inappropriate joke. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he, uh, he loved to tell the story about when his mom, Dolly, was in her final week. Yes. Um, John and Bob were already at the hospital and they said, Dave, you got to come over here. I said, okay, I'll be there shortly. So I went and Bob and John were sitting next to Dolly mm-hmm. and she had done her, she had had her hair done, her makeup was done. And she, she was just bathed in this light and they were both sitting next to her. And she had this huge smile on her face when I walked in mm-hmm. and I walked in and I said, oh my gosh, Dolly, you look like an angel. She goes, not yet. <laughs> and this was a week before she passed away. I mean, and so, and so, um, you know, John, Bob, and I uh, went out into the hallway, and we were crying, holding each other in a in a hug and laughing. And during the laugh, I I farted, <laughs> and 
And Bob said, and, and we're in the hallway and now we're crying and laughing. And now we're laughing harder and crying because I farted because I couldn't hold it, you know? And Bob stops. He looks at me and John, he goes, we better go check on my mom. You might've just killed her. <laughs> so Bob loved telling the story. He goes, I think Dave's fart eventually killed my mom. Oh, but I mean, it doesn't get any funnier than that. It doesn't it's, get any thicker or it, funnier. Right. Than, you know? And that's like you have, it's, it, I think so much, uh, I mean, comedy is just, you know, time plus time plus pain equals comedy or wh whatever the WC fields quote is, right. you know? Right. Um, and like, and don't so, work with children or pets or animals. Right. Yeah. He mm -hmm. did say that, but yeah. What the f did he know? Uh, sorry that we can bleep that out. Um, <laughs> I, we try to keep it clean on this show. It's really hard. I'm doing my best. <laughs> um, well, Fanaritos, there is so much to cover with Dave that we are going to finish it up with him next week in part two of his interview. So make sure you follow us uh, on Instagram. Check out at How Rude Podcast. You can send us an email at HowRudePodcast at gmail.com. Send us your questions, your likes, your comments. Subscribe and follow the podcast. We are so excited and having so much fun uh, here doing this with you all. So remember, everybody, until next time, the world is small and the house is full. You're getting a little too good at this. I know. Jody. Season two. I'm. 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 This is the thing I'm gonna master. I'm gonna screw something else up. No, no. <laughs> we'll find something else. Yep. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you, and how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. That's right.